And it's true, if you back yourself, you will make it work. You know, it's, it's sheer determination and hard work and proving to, um, you know, the public as well, you've got a duty to make sure you do succeed. In this episode of my podcast, Relentless Life on Your Terms, I'm here with Miles Warden, the CEO of the Bespoke Corner Tailors, one of the most prestigious menswear boutiques in Australia. We're sitting here on 24 Turak Road in South Yarra. He also has another store in Paddington. In this episode, we talk about the importance of looking good, backing yourself in business, and where to source the best materials to look fantastic in your suit. This is one fun episode that I really enjoyed and you get a lot of value from. Miles, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Chris. So sitting here on Turak Road in South Yarra with Miles Warden. How are you, Miles? Thanks for joining us. Good, thanks. How are you? Now, you've got a long history of being an entrepreneur. Tell us where it started to obviously to where we are here in the Bespoke Tailor. Uh, it was a, a bit of a long journey. Um, I guess my first sort of encounter in business was um, at the age of 15 in uh, boarding school in England. Yep. And uh, I started with a supplement company and we used to sell supplements and um, uh, basically uh, buy, the, buy the supplements at wholesale and uh, sell them to all the rugby and football teams. Yeah. And then uh, over the years developed into lots of different you know, small businesses from streetwear companies to event companies. Um, uh, in Australia, I had an arcade company as well with the uh, boxing machines yeah. all in bars and nightclubs. Um, so I've been sort of around a few different industries. What made you get into menswear? Menswear, um, I always had like a big passion for um, you know dressing well, you know at the age of you know probably 16, 17, um, at school we used to wear our own suits, and my parents would give me an allowance and I would blow the whole allowance on one really really good suit. Um, so I was always like interested in it, but never thought about going into that industry. Um, and then one day it sort of just clicked, and I uh, stopped chasing the money and I just followed a bit of passion, and that's when I uh, you know started this business. Funny story, the first time I met you, and I'm sure everyone thinks that, I thought, what an immaculately dressed person. He looks absolutely phenomenal. And I saw you a couple times, but it was afternoon or night. Then one morning I saw you, and sure enough, you rocked up the same, looking 10 out of 10, and I go, surely this can't be normal or sustainable, but I'm yet to see you, not 10 out of 10. How do you sustain it? I do, I do actually uh, dress casually, um, especially on a Sunday, you know? It's like sort of, uh, the reverse for a lot of people, you know, they like to dress up on the weekend. I like to dress down when I can. Um, but yeah, typically I'm in a suit tie. Um, I have started dressing a little bit more casual uh, because of COVID and everything. Um, but now I'm still from uh, 6 a.m. onwards. I'm, I'm pretty uh, sharp normally. 6 a.m. onwards. So if COVID can't <laughs> get you, nothing's going to get you, I guess. So we're sitting here now. It's called the bespoke. The, I thought it was a bespoke corner, but bespoke uh, Taylor, I thought it's a bespoke corner actually. Um, you've opened your shop in Turak Road about three years ago. This is your second shop. You started off in Sydney. Yep. yep. Correct. Tell us about that. So we started off as a uh, roaming tailor. Um, so we would travel around to people's offices, um, people's houses, and um, really understand what the client needs, look through their wardrobe, and obviously um, you know, start creating a wardrobe for the client. Um, as, the, as the business growed, um, <clears throat> we sort of needed to have a premises even though we didn't really want that model because we we were based around structure it was it was more the the core structure of starting the business was to be convenient so we had 24 7 traveling tailor so we would travel to you whenever wherever um, and it was sort of on your term 
so like you would say look um, you know I'm a busy investment banker I um, I don't want to see you in office hours I want to see you at 9 p.m. at night no problem so we would go to them wow. so that was what the business was based on and naturally as it as it grew you know it was very hard to sort of sustain that um, uh, that business model so then we um, we looked at uh, locating a um, uh, you know a, a bricks and mortar uh, store so we started in um, Piermont and then we outgrew that and then we went to Paddington and then we've just recently during COVID um, expanded again and gone to the other side of Paddington in Glenmore Road. I'm looking forward to that shop because I haven't seen it and we're speaking off camera you've also opening a barbershop at the top as well so it's a full service yeah Correct. full grooming service which is tell us a bit about that so we um we, we did level one um which we completed in november yep. um during covid it was a great opportunity because the business has grown so quickly over the years and we have a very very tight team um sometimes we can't do some of the things that we want to do you know so uh, relocating stores and things like that um, so it was a great opportunity um, while things were quieter and people weren't buying suits as much to then take the opportunity to build a, you know, sort of a dream store that we wanted to do. Um, so we got the boutique, we uh, developed level one, uh, which we've got a fully functional bar in the back. We've got a courtyard, um, a beautiful showroom. Um, and then now we're building a barbershop upstairs. So that's going to be called the Bespoke Corner Barbers. Um, and the reason behind that was to... Basically, we're catering to the male audience and um, everything from suiting to casual wear to, um, you know, your chino shirts. And grooming is such a massive part of a man's life. Um, and it's also quite regular. So, you know, we're noticing that customers these days are going to the barber every week or every other week. It's so, so funny you say that. It's, it's great to, it's great to um, you know, get them into the boutique constantly so that, you know, they remember they've got an event coming up. In Top of the months. mind, you're there 100%. to service. It's funny you say that because I was working out, I cut my hair like every, I thought it was like every two weeks. It's like every 10 days. Yeah. I go now to maintain the beard twice a week, which is a lot of work. Before, if you told me two years ago, there's no chance I would have done that. Yeah. But I think it's very, very important to present yourself well. I remember when I was listening to actually John Travolta speaking, he was talking on that topic. And most people dress well because they want to feel good. He goes, I dress well because I want to look good to the person looking at me and talking to me. And I go, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. What an interesting take. He goes, isn't it more pleasant looking at someone that's better groomed, that's well presented when you're talking? And I thought, very interesting. Usually I dress well because I want to feel well. I want to feel better about mm -hmm. how I look. But what an interesting take, huh? Yeah, I've, I've never, I haven't heard that before. Me neither. But a lot of people do dress because, you know, when they walk into a room, they portray this, you know, like um, successful feeling, you know. So if they feel good about themselves, they can really uh, excel and perform. Their you know, physiology, their performance, 100%. what they speak. But as I said, it's never heard that perception. No. It was, really, it was really, really intriguing. So now... It wasn't surprising you got voted in GQ, one of the best uh, dressed a few years back. So tell us about that. Um, I didn't actually know that until you told me uh, recently. Um, but um, now, you know, back, back when everything started, uh, social media for male, I guess, influencers, as they call them, yep. um, it wasn't really a thing. You know, there wasn't that many males in the market. Um, so when it, when it sort of first kick-started, um, that's how we grew the business originally through social media. Why do you think that is though? Because I mean, males want to look good as well, yeah? Why, why, mm. why, is it, why was it such a stereotype that it's more of a female thing, do you think? I think, um, you know, 
in Europe, they, they obviously can express their style, uh, you know, very differently. Uh, in Australia, it's a little bit slower to, um, you know, adapt and, mm. and for men to have sort of embraced this whole, uh, you know, fashion and style and grooming, like we touched on um, earlier. But it is getting more and more and more popular. At the time when, you know, GQ was, um, you know, like sort of ramping up all of their... Um, all of their magazines and everything and uh, they were growing as a business because men became more interested in fashion and wanted to understand fashion as well. I think over the years, you know, it's just continually, you know, uh, developed. So I have to ask you a few questions. Give, give the audience some tips of what, you know, what they should look. Give us some good presentation tips and some no-nos as well. Okay, presentation tips. Um, I'd always say in your wardrobe, you need a classic navy suit. Um, you can pair it with everything. You can wear it as a sports jacket on its own, or you can um, obviously break it up and wear the trousers. If you're traveling, it's a great um, it's a great thing to have in your wardrobe, and it's just you know a core um, essential that you need. Um, chinos, cream and navy, go to. You can take them on holiday. You can wear them um, and transition from a you know a business meeting to a casual lunch or casual dinner very quickly, um, which is always important. Obviously, um, every man needs a tuxedo on their ward uh, tuxedo in their wardrobe. Um, a lot of people get caught out, and that's the one thing that men normally get um, caught out with is not having something in their wardrobe when they get invited to a last-minute event. Black tie event or something. Black tie, yeah, hundred um, percent. White sneakers and a nice loafer. Ah, oh, good. And what's uh, give us some don'ts? What do you see some far paths people to avoid? Don'ts is a hard one because I think a lot of people. Um, they don't want to say what to do and what not to do. You know, style um, should be very individual. You know, you should wear sort of what you want to a certain level. It expresses level. you, makes you feel good. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there is some no-nos, like it's, it, it's good to, um, if you're wearing a busy suit on the outside, it, it's good to keep the tie a little bit more um, straightforward or vice versa. Um, you don't want too many colors, too many patterns sort of clashing. Um, that's sometimes what you see. Um, I don't like when you go to the races and you see, you know, there's always one or two um, clowns in the audience that are wearing, you know, bright um, pattern suits and, you know, the cheap polyester uh, suits. That's, to me, a no-no. Um, and it's always good to, you know, another, another um, uh, a do, I guess, is to try and match your belt with your shoes. You know, I've, um, I remember years ago, when I was young, I always loved fashion, but I wasn't a good dresser and I started evolving over the years. And one of my ex-bosses used to say to me, the most important thing, Chris, if you wear a suit, make sure that it's tailored. It's so important that it's not too long, not too short, it's cut the per... And he always used to look very well presented. The first thing I thought when I saw this guy is, he looks fantastic, carries himself well. Now, it's funny you said life on your terms because that's the name of our podcast. Let me ask you a few instances where you had to really back yourself Obviously, being in business, starting a suit shop, which is such a competitive and saturated things, menswear, what made you dive into them? Give me an instance where you go, you know what, I've got to back myself here, I've got to really focus and move forward. Give me a couple of circumstances where that was the case. I think, um, you know, with any business, you've got to, you've got to back yourself. You know, um, you're the one who will make it work. Um, I think during COVID was a, was a really, uh, really uh, good example of backing yourself. You know, there was situations where we could have just gone into hibernation. Um, you know, we, we were in a smaller boutique in Sydney. We could have literally shut the door and just hid for a year. 
uh, gone a bit under the radar and then came out, we did the complete opposite to the market. Um, so all of our competitors cut back on ad spend, you know, on, on Google ads, on Facebook ads. Um, everyone was reducing their spaces. You know, we were, you know, we grew. First thing we um, did our website. So we redeveloped our website. We're building an e-com store. We relocated to a store four times the size and uh, four times the rent of what we were paying. So we really went the complete opposite way to what the market was, which I believe cemented us and gave um, you know customers and the public uh, this perception. It legitimizes your brand. A hundred percent. So why wouldn't you do that? So just to cut back, you wasn't you opened the store. You saw that as an opportunity to grow your business, to evolve, and to really. And I walk in this store, and I feel you feel special when you walk in. The services they one, everything around this place feels great. You feel like a rock star when you come in here. The suits are great, and it gives you that whole feel. But to actually back yourself, to spend that money, to invest that money to grow, it's going to show in 2021 and 2022 and the years thereafter. Not many people have that foresight, and a lot of people did retract. Yep. Same with Reventon. We put on 18 new people, and I had the exact same view. So when it's ready, people will have that presence. But not many people have that, um, I guess, that gusto to do that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I remember I, I phoned you uh, about six months ago, and you were really positive, and you said something to me, and you said, um, "Miles, whenever you call me, I'm going to be like this. You know, I'll always be positive, no matter the market, no matter what's going on. I'll always be positive, and I'll always look at the bright side. And it's true. If you back yourself, you will make it work. You know, it's it's sheer determination and hard work, and proving to." Um, you know, the public as well. You've got a duty to make sure you do succeed. You know, and that. to your team and to your staff. But you know, while you look at it, wherever there's chaos, there's opportunity. 100%. And people are getting back because it's too difficult. You know what that means? It means there's more opportunity for you to actually grow. And I love, I love seeing that and I love coming to your store. And um, tell us how, how that is. is by appointment only, can people walk in? I know, but for the people yeah. listening, how do they get in touch with you? What's the process? Do you still offer that service we go to see the clients or do they have to come in store? So I didn't even know. I didn't actually yeah. even know that. So um, at the moment, we just do it in in our boutique only. Um, so how you can get hold of us is through the website uh, www.thebespokecorner.com. Um, it's by appointment only, so you have to book an appointment to come in. We allow a one-hour consultation, where we get to understand the customer, their wardrobe, what they need, um, and cater a wardrobe exactly for the customer. So it's not um, you know what we want them to wear. Um, it is you know, individual for every single person and we pride ourselves on our service. Um, we back our product 100%. So we've got 100% guarantee, which means that if you're not happy, we will make you happy. Um, what, what, what a back that is. I actually came here for my 40th to prepare a suit for here and I've done a lot of suits for me and I, get, I can guarantee that that is the case as well. So it comes to that time now. We've got our quick fire questions with Miles. Miles, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Um, first thing that comes to mind, do you have any pets? No. Favourite colour? Blue. Mine is too. A lot of people say blue. There's a meaning behind every colour, yeah? Um, what's your favourite TV show? Uh, suits. Suits? Or billions. What a silly show. <laughs> That's a question. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Who was your role model growing up? Richard Branson. Excellent. Describe yourself in three words as a teenager. Ooh. Um... Annoying, um, uh, persistent, um, uh, 
I don't know. Let's start, were, you, were you stylish when you were young? Fairly. It sounds like with the money you were getting for the suit and you were just buying one <laughs> suit. Now, one item that you couldn't leave the house without? Watch. <laughs> That's a <good> one too. <laughs> what annoys you the most? Give me a pet peeve. Uh, people being late. Me too. Best advice you've ever received? Um, follow your heart and, and just give it 100%. Which is what you're doing here, yeah? Now, from, from this episode, talk to you and tell us two, three key takeaways you wanted to take. Now, you've talked about fashion, how to look good, why it's important, what you've done during COVID. Give us two, three key takeaways. Uh, takeaways, I, I think um, the main thing I would say is that, you know, if you're passionate about something, just follow, follow it and, and really um, go for it. You know, like uh, you don't have to be academic. Um, you, you just need to give it everything and, and follow your passion. And he's a very, very hardworking person. I can attest to that. Scale of one to 10, how much fun you had on the podcast? 10. Excellent. <laughs> now, for all of you that are interested in having a great experience, the Bespoke Corner here on 24 Turak Road, South Yarra, can help you with your wardrobe. Make sure you look exceptional. It's a great experience. I personally shop here myself. They're about to get measured up for a couple new suits. I guarantee you'll be happy. Make sure to come out and see Miles and the team. Thank you.